coming to you from various places around the world. This is the Global Exhibitor Podcast, the podcast designed to help exhibitors succeed internationally. And I love it because this this industry is or you love it or you hate it, yeah. or you can do it or you can't do it. And if you are in between, then you've got a problem because it doesn't work because it's not a nine to five job. You're working your private life and your working life are a little bit mixed together, if you know what I mean. So, and I love it. It's the most beautiful industry I can wish for. Your host for the Global Exhibitor Podcast is Jeff Hanna, a designer, entrepreneur, business strategist, industry thought leader, and student of world cultures based in the United States. Here's your host, Jeff Hanna. Thank you, Craig. I'm uh, here today, uh, very excited to be with this special guest, Mr. Martin Basaris, who is from The Inside, which is a company based in the Netherlands, exhibit house and agency there. And um, they do a variety of things, which we'll talk about in just a few minutes. But uh, we're broadcasting today from the Diplomat Resort in beautiful and sunny Fort Lauderdale, Florida. So excited to be here today with Martin. Martin, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Well, I just want to talk a little bit at the beginning here about you know what's happening in the industry with COVID. Um, I'm glad from the 1st of November, uh, we are allowed to, uh, to fly in the States uh, again. So uh, that helps a lot for the industry and also for the trust that we can travel again and we need international traveling back to where it was to have good exhibitions, of course. Uh, At the moment, there's happening a lot because uh, two, three weeks ago, everything seems fine. And now with the new variant, uh, all the shows are getting canceled again. Uh, So the mood is within a week from very good, very happy to a little bit saddish. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. We've been here for three days at the EDBA conference, and it's been a, a, a good conference. I'm glad to be back in person. And they went through a lot of protocol steps to make sure that we're safe, that people have been vaccinated to be here and all of that. So we didn't have to wear masks, thankfully, and that made it better, I think. But how are things going in the industry with COVID in the Netherlands, in particular, in your world? terms of how companies are doing and the recovery process everything of course it was a really difficult time uh, two years ago everything after the Euroshop everything stopped a week after we were very happy at the Euroshop we had really good leads quality qualified leads and after that everything went worse and worse and worse until there are no sh- shows at all no international traveling I'm glad that the borders are open for Europeans to the States from the 1st of November. So I had to miss last time uh, EDPA, what was really sad, but yeah. I'm so happy to be back. But what happened at the moment, uh, everything went well and we are recovering. And now with the new variant, uh, shows are getting canceled. People are a little bit scared and the international travel is not on that point that people are trusted to go overseas, if you know what I mean. Uh, a lot of borders are still closed and we need you guys in Europe for a good show so yeah yeah and vice versa it really helps to have people coming back to the u.s again so it's been nice to see you and and others coming back here at, even for this conference 
So uh, as far as your travel coming over, was it difficult for you to get approval to come? Um, I need a new ESTA, so normally it takes a couple of days, but I filled everything in in five minutes I had it, so that was great. Uh, I needed to be fully vaccinated. I needed to have a PCR test uh, which fell at 20, uh, 72 hours up front. Uh, I had a health declaration form and when I with boarding I also need to put another form. So it was a lot of administration if I'm really honest. But it's okay. It's a little hassle, but that's good. I'm glad, uh, glad that you were here. Uh, Me also, I'm really happy. Good. I know the owner of your company and uh, quite well, uh, Michael, and we'll give a shout out to him. Great company. And you mentioned Euroshop, and uh, I was there as well speaking at that conference, and, uh, and you guys won a booth award. I remember taking a picture of Michael at that time, so that's good. Um, but that seems like yesterday almost, and now here we are like almost two years later. Where is the time? Yeah. Because we just talked about it yesterday, next Euroshop is in 13 months, 14 months, something like that. And I think it's only once in the three years. Where's the other time yeah, go? It's but really it's really crazy, hasn't it's it? It's crazy. Yeah. Well, I do want to talk a little bit about culture, which is what we often talk about on the Global Exhibitor podcast, cultural differences and what what are some of the biggest differences you see between like American culture and Dutch culture? Um, I think the Dutch people are a little bit more direct. So we don't think, but just say what we think. Yeah. So uh, that's sometimes a plus, but sometimes it's also a little bit difficult, of course. But more or less, Americans and the Dutch people are a little bit, you see a lot of things that we have in common. And sometimes it's, it's easy to focus on the differences and, and ignore the common things that we have together. I always see the Dutch people are very business focused and have a, a really good track record and history of being you know, really strong in business development and, and industry and very industrial and um, technology types of people and have over the years done lots of business globally and things like that, which is good. When you see companies coming in to do shows in Europe, especially if you're talking to, say, companies from uh, the United States or Asia or other places coming into Europe, what do you see them doing uh, incorrectly or how do they need to do things differently? Um, I think my feeling, that's my feeling what I think they should do, is look more where am I and what is my audience? Uh, for example, if you are having an exhibi exhibit in the Netherlands, it doesn't matter if your graphics in, in Dutch or uh, in English, it doesn't matter. But if you're, for example, in Germany, the people in Germany like it. If you're putting your graphics then in German, it's very small things, but yeah. you need to search for the, how do you say that? The, not the difference, but... Uh, the commonalities yes. or how to yeah. communicate. Yeah. yeah. I, I generally like to tell people that, um, you know, too much written text and graphics is not really helpful anyway, because rarely do people stand and read all of that. I think text. if you put it, uh, please come in and you get $100, but nobody read it, you know what I mean? They're just focusing on a nice graphic and a nice, and then going further. So the 
your, your time span is only a couple of seconds. So they don't read everything. Yeah. Are there other differences, though, that you see or things that you see people doing that uh, kind of you wish they would do differently? Things they could do to be more successful in reaching. You talked about uh, think about where they are, the culture that they're yeah. in and kind of focus on that, which I think is important. And people often don't, which is one of the reasons why this podcast exists is to help people think about that more. I always think it will be good to have a host. So somebody uh, who is familiar with the language, um, because in Germany, for example, the, the, the language is difficult. I always say, yeah, just try to organize a host, a native speaker, uh, that's always good to have. And hospitality is a really big thing in Europe. Uh, it's, there, it's working different here, of course, but in uh, Europe, it's not that expensive, but people like to have a good coffee. So we always, almost have always a barista on the stand or, some food or it's more it's not a, only about the product anymore but it is everything around it so to sit together to talk about the product and not talk only about the product but feel welcome and search for connections yeah i think that's really important and it's something i wish we did it here in the u.s more uh it tends to be very transactional versus building the relationship with somebody there. And obviously eating together, breaking bread is, is a good way to do that, right? So that's really important. How do you see the Netherlands being different from other countries in Europe from a cultural perspective? Um, that's a good one. I think we're a more really open country. So everything is possible. Nothing is really crazy. Uh, there are not a lot of unwritten rules if you know what I mean it's if you want to act like this that's perfect or if you want to do this we don't mind that much you know what I mean it's yeah. relax and easy thing I think yeah well we were in a conversation earlier today where somebody was talking about um, taking some students into Amsterdam or whatever and they were saying well be careful make sure you don't get arrested or whatever so you made some comments about that well how how you guys view someone being intoxicated or whatever differently, how that's treated by the police differently, say, than maybe some other places. If you want to get arrested, you have to do a lot of stupid things. <laughs> yeah, so. So they don't have to worry too much about no, that. No, 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 it's really open, really easy and really relaxed. Yeah. Um, are you seeing any recent trends? I know we've all been kind of shut down because of COVID, but are you seeing any, any things develop in terms of the industry that are different than they've been in the past, maybe? Technology, that's one thing that you see a lot. During the COVID, we're also looking, hey, how, uh, for, for example, paper and brochures, that's a little bit difficult with COVID. So we're working now a lot with uh, QR codes. It's it's working, people love it, and they don't have to drag 20 pallets of leaflets with them. So that's a thing that's working good. And you see also that companies don't want to drag their big machines with them. So, or use augmented reality, or um, big screens, big video walls, and put a really good short video on it about the machine. And yeah, you see that kind of things more often. Yeah. Okay. And it's not about the product, it's about the gathering and connecting. And I think after the COVID, 
reconnecting is the main focus people want to it's also like here you're reconnecting with everybody you a lot of people i didn't see for almost two years so you are so happy that you see each other again and look each other in the eye so i think that will be a really big focus on in the next years did want to ask a little bit more about the industry in relation to COVID. You know, we've talked a lot about here um, some of the things as far as industry advocacy and things like that that we talked about earlier today, actually. How have things been working in terms of companies in the industry getting support from the government, layoffs of people? You know, how has that been handled for you guys in the Netherlands? In the beginning, it was a little bit difficult because nobody knows what's happening, how long it's going to take. So uh, our government support us. Uh, we get a certain amount of help for your uh, for your daily costs like uh, loans and that kind of thing. So it's, uh, your overhead costs and you get some help for uh, labor. So for your for your staff, a certain amount of percentages so you get back. Yeah. And some parts are like a loan and some parts are like a gift, but more or less the most of the things you have to pay back sometime. I mean, companies were still laying off some people, right? Yeah. So you, you more or less had to put together a plan. Yes, correct. Right, that you met with the government or gave them updates on how many people you could keep or put in a different role or something like that, right? Some people you, you don't need anymore. So for example, people who are booking the hotels or because we don't need any hotels. So yeah, we, we, we try to uh, scale down on the office side and not on the worker side, if you know what I mean. Because we, our opinion was that uh, we try to find other things to produce or other things to do that we really need our skilled people. Our office people are also skilled, don't get me wrong, but it's really difficult to get a good carpenter. That yeah. is really, really, really difficult. Yeah, that's the same thing for us here. It's a great skill to have these days, so. In Europe you see, or in Holland you see that the people are now working more with their head than with their hands. And we are really, really, really needing people who can make things with their hands. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about you personally. How how did you get interested in this industry in the first place? That's a good one. I saw an advertisement from Michael um, that he got a job opening. So uh, I called him up and we had a talk and we had a really good click straight away. So and I love it because this this industry is or you love it or you hate it. Yeah. Or you can do it or you can't do it. And if you are in between then you've got a problem because it doesn't work because it's not a nine to five job. You're working, your private life and your working life are a little bit mixed together, if you know what I mean. So, and I love it. It's the most beautiful industry I can wish for. Yeah, that's exciting to hear. I'm a little bit sad that I didn't know this industry much earlier. Yeah. So that's why we try to have a lot of trainees uh, from school uh, to let them see what this industry is all about because it is a multi-billion industry and we are making a decor for a lot of big beautiful companies where they can do their performance on the show and yeah, it's great yeah it is a unique industry a unique and i went you know through school 
graduated college before I even knew what the industry was about. Yeah. So yeah, I, I agree with you and I think it's great. And I also agree with you, people are what we call lifers in the industry. You're either in it or you're not, you know, so so that's good. But this is also a focus that we, I hope as industry, we talked about it here. How can we get good skilled people? And that is a thing that we need to make people aware of our industry, how fun it is to work in. And I think if we are putting more focus in that, that the people also will, the skilled people will come very quickly and easy. Yeah, true. What What is it for you personally that you enjoy the most about working in the industry? Uh, the diversity. Uh, for example, our clients are, one is making bottles, the other one is making pools, the other ones are doing airplanes. Uh, so there is so much in between and you can get a taste of every small industry and you can look at it and you can uh, it's really exciting it's so so great to yeah no i agree that makes it a lot of fun yeah you're not working i mean you are working at a company but yeah. you're not working on the same things all the time this okay. way because you're working with different clients and uh, producing different exhibits and experiences for example if you are in real estate you're working only in real estate but we are working in the real estate, in the aerodynamica. It's perfect, it's great. I think for the future about, uh, we have to promote our industry a little bit more. And that's also maybe a thing that the EDPA can help with or other organizations. Yeah. That's a topic that is always in my mind from how can we yeah. make people ingestic to work in this industry, in this fabulous industry. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, I know you also speak multiple languages, so what other languages do you speak? Uh, yeah, Dutch, of course, uh, German, just a little bit of Spanish, just a little bit, and yeah, and English, of course, yeah. Yeah, that's good. I think everybody in the Netherlands more or less speaks English. Yeah, we get it also on school, so we get uh, English and German. So um, from, I don't know, uh, yeah, are they preschooling? Preschool, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So let me ask you a little bit about the inside and um, I know the company, but talk a little bit about what you guys do and where you where all you work in the world and that sort of thing. Uh, we are based in Deventer. Deventer is in the Amsterdam area. It's in between Amsterdam and Dusseldorf. Uh, we are an exhibit house uh, doing a lot of projects all over the world. Uh, we've got a sales office in Boston and 80% of our jobs are outside of the Netherlands. We work a lot also in Germany. Spain, France, but also in the Middle East, in uh, China, in Australia. So we're working globally. Yeah, that's great. And you do good work because I've seen your design work as well. It's 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 good stuff. Thank you very much. Yeah. And I think that's also our, if, if I have to say what is a thing that stands out, that is our Dutch design. I think we try to do it a little bit different and a little bit it has to be tickling, if you know what I mean. It has to be, if you look at it, you think, hey, I, you need to think about. And so that's, I think, yeah. the design part is the most important part, I think. I, I think it's a lot more important than many people realize that it is, because if you have poor design, well, you can notice it probably more so if it's not well designed. But 
you know, I think they take that that part for granted sometimes. But and if you're in a show hall and there are, I don't know, a thousand of boots, how can you drag people on your booth and how do you, they remember you? And that's also a really good question. If we're getting a briefing, then we have a look at what is the show? Where is the show? What kind of people are there? Uh, what are the attendees? What did they do last time? So we try to go really into the project and try to make a design that will fit and that will be cool. Yeah. A showstopper. It has to be a yeah. showstopper. Yeah, you really have to stand out. Yeah. That's great. So Martin, if people want to reach out and, and get in touch with you to, to ask advice or to do uh, projects, uh, how should they contact you? Uh, they can uh, visit our website, of course, www.theinside.nl and between D and the inside and minus, or uh, can give me a straight email at martin at the inside.nl or give me a ring at 0031 Okay, awesome. Well, Martin, thank you. It's been great talking to you today and uh, being with you this week at EDPA. We appreciate your time on the Global Exhibitor Podcast. Thank you very much. It was a really a pleasure and uh, all the best. Thank you. We like to remind people that all business is conducted within the context of culture. So each episode provides insights to help marketers understand the cultures they're trying to reach and strategies for building bridges across cultural divides. If you like the Global Exhibitor podcast, please share it with others, subscribe to it, and rate it on iTunes. We greatly appreciate the feedback. Please also check out our website and blog at www.globalexhibitor.com. And finally, if you or someone you know would make an interesting guest on this podcast, please let us know by sending an email to guest at globalexhibitor.com. And until next time, thank you for listening.